G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, as you may know, Christian charities are coming under all sorts of pressures in a time of change here in Australia and around the world. Christian ministry WorldShare has launched a service that they hope will protect the long-term survival of Christian charities who are facing increasing compliance complexities and a number of challenges that have arisen post-COVID. Joe Mansfield is joining us. Joe is the CEO of WorldShare Connect. Joe, welcome along to 2020. Thank you very much, Neil. Pleasure to be here. Uh, Joe, clarifying this, we're talking here about those churches or ministries here in Australia that have connections with charities primarily overseas and all of the complexities that are growing. That's right. That's right. Australian uh, Christians have this amazing history and uh, proud legacy of supporting ministries overseas and really wanting to spread God's love not only in Australia but also beyond our borders and so those are the, the charities that we're wanting to help. And so with this day post-COVID and with some challenges mm-hmm. that are happening in some nations that are really being driven by new nationalism and resisting mm-hmm. those Christian charities from having any uh, gospel forwarding influence, there are real challenges that have developed, like even just getting finances through to those charities overseas. Is that what you're seeing increasingly? Yeah, that's right. The, the challenges have been faced on both sides. So overseas, obviously, COVID is something that is just causing so many troubles, um, and that's going to continue for for years. It's we're lucky here to be um, looking at almost uh, uh, getting hopefully to the end of it. But but in uh, a lot of these countries overseas, it's going to be years and years that they battle with it. Uh, but there's also a lot of challenges here in Australia. Um, the 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 compliance focus and the focus on charities is increasing. And so the um, there's a really strong need for charities to actually be much more transparent, to have much more policies in place and to uh, be really thorough in the way that they send funds over. So as you say, yes, even sending the funds, making sure that those are being tracked, um, making sure that there's, there's no issues with the government, all those types of things are much more complicated now than they used to be. You raise such an important point. While we here in Australia, in some sense, think of what can happen post-COVID, the rest of the world, in so many developing nations especially, this is not Mm post-COVID, this is mid-COVID. COVID is happening in those places. And when you think of COVID mm-hmm. and you think of the way that ministries here in Australia are supportive of mission activity in those countries, uh, those Christian mission opportunities are actually under threat. Is that an over-exaggeration? No, I don't I don't think it is at all. Uh, it's it's This is such a critical time for Australian Christians be standing with people around the world and to be showing God's love. And uh, when you 
when you talk about the, the statistics around COVID, so we know here in Australia, um, in terms of vaccinations, where, where that is at, yet it's about 2% in the low-income countries have been vaccinated. And so it's going, the, the forecasts are that it will take years and years and years for, for vaccinations to reach the level where there's not going to be the same um, amount of, of issues caused by COVID. And so um, now is really the time for for us to be stepping up and supporting the, the amount of education issues. So many children have been not in school now for almost two years and the the effects of this for the first time in many years, poverty is actually going to be going up instead of down. The needs are there, they're really great and it's so crucial for us here in Australia to be able to, to spread the generosity of, of of God's love and what he's given us and the privileges that he's given us. And that's why we really want to stand with, with Australian charities who may be struggling. And, and a lot of them, a lot of them are today's world. Um, the expectations around um, and the competition for, for funds is, is really increased. And so a lot of charities are, are um, struggling to be able to do just what they need to do to keep their head above water. And often it's administration, it's compliance, it's basic fundraising um, practice. And, and so uh, we really want to be able to get behind those charities and help them make a greater impact, especially at a time like this. At a time like this, when it's harder and harder and the challenge is deeper and deeper with COVID, and as you say, mm. uh, just getting food on the table or getting those children to school, mm. this is not a time when you want to see blockages of those funds that come from Australia to support these mission contexts, but that's truly what is at risk. Now, you work with small and medium-sized Christian ministries and you help them navigate how they can get through all of the complexities so that the mission support that they bring isn't going to be drying up and therefore ineffective. So Mm. those small and medium-sized Christian ministries, who are you talking to uh, mostly about these things? Our focus is is really on um, Christian ministries who who want to show God's love around the world. what we do at Wheelchair is we support both evangelistic and aid and development ministries. So um, what we call as integral mission, showing the gospel in, in word and in deed. And, um, and so really our, our focus is on charities who are doing either of those things. And that's another challenge that they're facing is we're seeing increased secularization of aid and development. So charities that are motivated by God's love and want to also be proclaiming uh, the good news are often finding it harder to find avenues to do that because of the ways that they have to um, meet government regulations as well. And so we can help charities to be able to do that in a way that is um, that is legal, that's in line with all their obligations, and so that they can continue to, to spread God's love around the world. No doubt the issue of integrity is important here too because if you Mm. are in one of the organisations here in Australia that is raising funds to send overseas and a lot of not-for-profit organisations actually made a loss in the past few years uh, but you want to keep integrity well and truly intact. Mm, Absolutely and that's it matters for all of us. Um, if, if, and, and we know that the regulator of charities is taking a much more strong uh, view on charities. They're doing many more audits on them. And so it's actually really important for all of us that especially Christian charities are 
are doing the right thing, that they are complying with everything they have to and that they do have integrity about knowing exactly where their money gets sent, what it gets sent, what it gets used for and, and that it is making the impact that supporters expect it to make. Um, there's a lot of trust um, that people place in charities and that's fantastic because that's that's what we need to be able to do the work overseas. But it's really important that we live up to that trust as well and that we can demonstrate uh, the measures that we're putting in place to make sure that we are having integrity with the way that we, we use those funds that people give us. And just when you think you've got your head around some of the governance issues for the not-for-profit charity sector here in Australia, then you have to add to that the whole dimension of what regulations might you, you be facing when you're working in an overseas context. So you've got to be across yeah. uh, not only our own regulations, keeping that all intact, but you've got to be across what's happening overseas. Absolutely, no. It's, uh it is really complex and this is where it's so tough. If you can imagine a church that wants to keep sending money to mission partners overseas somewhere and it's so hard for them or for a small um, charity that might be volunteer run or just have one person in paid employment um, for them to be have to uh, stay on top of all of this because, it, as you say, it's complex, it changes. Um, we need to keep monitoring different situations, uh, security situations, what's going on in different countries, um, exchange rates, all those kinds of things all come into it. Uh, and so it's not just being across what's going on in Australia and making sure we're being legal here, but it's also making sure well, what, how, how is it actually on the ground and what, um, wherever our, our, the ministries overseas are, what's going on in their context that we need to take into consideration that we need to adapt to to, to make sure that that impact is, is taking place and, and everything is above board. And about WorldShare, a uh, non-denominational uh, outfit, uh, been happening mm-hmm. since the 1950s, and you had your own set of charities that you had been supporting through those times, but uh, when you started to expand, you realised that there was such complexity that you began to share your expertise. Is that the way people mm-hmm. understand how WorldShare works? Yeah, that's a great summary. Uh, but that's it. We have a lot of experience over all those years of, of managing um, overseas partnerships and have been able to support ministries that are, are looking to, um, in, in various ways, from health through education, through sharing the gospel to, to transform uh, people's lives overseas. And as we were doing this um, and, and thinking through all the complexities we're facing, um, my heart really started to uh, to feel for smaller charities that had to go through all these same um, issues as us. And even as recently as um, 2019, a whole new raft of laws came into place to especially focus on, on how we um, manage uh, organisations that send funds overseas. And just speaking to people and hearing just how hard they're finding it and, and often feeling like they're juggling it. They don't know where to go for help. Uh, they often are expected to manage so much. They're expected to know how to fundraise, how to manage a program management, monitoring evaluation, administration, all these types of things. And, and they're just one person or a small team. And so really um, it, it, that's how it came about of saying, well, there's, there's actually there's great value in these smaller organisations. They have incredible long relationships, they've got these histories and we don't want to lose sight of that um, it's 
there's a place for smaller charities and, and I think I feel really strongly that they should continue to play a role um, and there's something that is really special about those long relationships and so that's what we uh, we really want to support and we don't want to see them um, basically have to close up because they can't keep um, evolving into what they need to in today's world. So looking for connection to those small and medium-sized ministry operations that support overseas missions, uh, reducing the unnecessary duplication across the sector and helping to share the load and helping to make viable what you're doing in raising money to send off to mission contexts in so many different places around the world. Let me give the website. It's worldshare.org.au. When people go to the World Share website, Joe, uh, connecting with you, no doubt there's a link there, but uh, what will they see on your website? They'll get an idea of the different projects that we support and the different ministries that we support ourselves and they'll get an idea of who we are and what really drives us um, and, and in particular our and uh, they'll be able to see about World Share Connect and um, the the benefits that can come through that of, as you say, avoiding duplication, avoiding the headaches and being able to, to grow impact and, um, and to grow in, in expertise and have a team behind you. So that's what it's all about. Joe Mansfield is the CEO of World Share Connect. The World Share website is worldshare.org.au. Joe, thanks so much for giving us your insights today on 2020. Thanks so much, Neil. Great to talk. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.